0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Good Life Podcast with Mike Safosnick. Finally back from vacation. Two weeks in breathtaking, beautiful Buenos Aires, Argentina. I'll talk more about what we did there, who we hung out with, the pros and cons in an upcoming episode. The show can now be found on iTunes by searching Mike Safo. So I've been messing around and having fun with this podcast for around two years now, and I would say around 80% of the guests have been professional athletes, probably 15% authors, and I guess the other 5% are travelers, and it's always funny because even though the travelers are the smallest percentage, the most feedback, the most questions, anything lights people's fire, like the wanderlust, the traveling. I get so many emails after a traveler comes on about suggestions and What should they do? How do they start traveling? Um, I have Lee Abamonte on all the time. He's the youngest person to visit every country in the world. And I randomly pick his brain about, basically, I use him for all my future trips. And you're always left wanting more. And I'm pretty sure that today's guest is going to do that exactly same thing. Uh, I'm in full-blown travel mode, like I said, so no sports today. I guess I'm always in full-blown travel mode. Um, So I'm excited to talk to another fellow traveler. And she's also an author, so she one ups me there. Uh, let's welcome to the show all the way from Dubai. I hope I get her name right. Angela Thomas. Let me connect to her right now. Angela, are we connected?
1: Yes, yeah. Can you welcome hear me? to
0: the show. Thank you for calling in.
1: Thank you so much, Mike.
0: Well first let what me say how cool here? Yeah, first let me tell you how cool your website is. It's Travel With Angela. That's Travel With A N J A L Y. .com. What an awesome website with great pictures and stuff. You do a good job at that.
1: Thank you again.
0: Okay, so the main reason I wanted to talk to you. I was in Argentina, and you know, I'm catching up on the New York news, and I'm reading a New York Post article about this girl who visits North Korea. And like so many people, I had this fascination with this mysterious country. I have a travel buddy, and I usually have to give him an itinerary of where we're going to go, and he gives the okay. So your job here is to make... North Korea sounds really awesome and make him want to go with me. Is that a deal? <laughs> That's a deal. <laughs> Let's get on <laughs> with this. <it. laughs> okay, so you have, you have a book coming out, first of all, and I'm, I'm going to yeah. release this podcast when the book is released, and it's called There Are No Gods in North Korea. What made you choose North Korea as a subject of a book?
1: You know, North Korea has been is a place like you've never seen before. I've seen pretty much all of the world, but when someone brought up North Korea, I was like, okay, here's a place I'd like to go. I've also been a journalist one, so I, I have this uh, journalist curiosity to see what it's really like. I mean, What you hear in the news may or may not be true. So I just wanted to find out for myself.
0: So now, I just
1: you... started to go to North Korea.
0: Now, did you decide to write the book before you went to North Korea, or when you got back, did you decide to write it? No, no, no,
1: when I got back, when I got back. You know, because I really wanted to tell people that it's not really as bad as media makes it out to be. It could just be my perception, but no one has presented a traveler's perspective of of Korea. It's always been in the news for the wrong reasons, but as a traveler's perspective, uh, not much. People don't discuss it.
0: Now, a few questions about the whole process. How did you get into the country visa-wise, and was the process long, tedious, and difficult?
1: Yes, I am going to be truthful about it. it was a bit tedious, it's a bit expensive, and uh, I'm a journalist, by profession, I'm a writer of a profession. So, getting a visa into North Korea was a little difficult. But then, the, this company who was taking me in uh, came out with this idea of taking me in as a school teacher. So, <laughs> there it is on record. I went in as a school teacher because they don't stamp the passport with the North Korean visa. All you're given is a tourist card, the tourist card carries your information.
0: Oh, but you don't get your so passport that, stamped?
1: That's a, that's a bummer. Um, well, <laughs> you can take it both ways. I mean, I'm okay with yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Unless you're invited by North Korean government, you don't get a visa stamped. You get a tourist card at the airport. And, and, now, they, hold your, and they hold your passport, see? So I, oh,
0: that's yes, I, I, I heard that. Now, what airline or mode of transportation do you get into the country? And leave. I to... Yes. Okay. Tell me. Tell me. Yes, tell me.
1: There's, there's only one way you can. You, you fly into China, or you fly mm-hmm. to a, a, a port in Russia. That is another whole different process. But I flew in from <laughs> Beijing, and there's only one flight that goes to uh, Pyongyang. Air Korea. It's the national aircraft.
0: And how long is the yeah.
1: flight? Um, I think it's about two hours. I don't remember. Two hours, I think. Yeah.
0: Now, Angela, here's my problem. I'm an OCD traveler. I like to go there with an, an, a folder of, on Monday, let's see this, this, and this. Let's eat here. Mm-hmm. The, I don't think that I, I can do my own itinerary in, a, no, in North no, Korea. No. Do they set up everything for you?
1: They set up everything for you. Right from the briefing to how you wear your clothes to how you sit down, how you fold the newspapers, who you talk to, what you talk to, what you photograph, everything is done for you. You just follow rules.
0: Now, how That's big was your tour group? Did you, Were you with a tour group, or were you with a, a, a couple with a, of people?
1: No, I was with a tour group, and, and they are allowed to, to take people twice or three times a year, and this has to be uh, first approved by the government of North Korea. So they, they pre process every traveler's details, and then they're given the visa, so there were 60 of us. Stayed into two groups. Pretty um, much from all over the world, but uh, not from India.
0: <laughs> now, you mentioned... <laughs> You mentioned uh, clothing and folding of the newspaper. You always hear you're yes. not allowed to fold the newspaper when the leader's on there. What's up with the clothes? Yes. Can you wear any kind of clothes you want, or is it different from males and females?
1: You can. You, you can as a tourist, you can wear anything, except when you go to visit the, 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 the place where the president is, is in eternal sleep, that, that palace. It's called the Kumsusan Palace. So except when you're visiting that palace, you can mm-hmm. wear anything you like. But when you're visiting that palace, you have to be dressed. You have to, the men are supposed to wear pants with ties and shirts. Women, with dress below the knees. And yeah, the proper etiquette to be followed. Only on that day.
0: Now, did you spend your entire time in Pyongyang or would you guys go other places or was everything centralized right there?
1: No, we went, we went to the, the, the demilitarized zone, the DMZ. And we mm-hmm. also went to this place called Pyongsong, which is about 100 kilometers away from Pyongyang. It's supposed to be the university city. It's supposed to be where the universities and schools are located. The better
0: ones.
1: (laughs) Yeah, huge factories, huge clothing factories. and You know, there's not much to see, per se, because you don't really get, you don't have a choice. You just see what they show you. But it's interesting. Yes,
0: I have. have... Just go on. No, no, go ahead. I I want to hear about the thing. It's interesting.
1: It's interesting, except, you know, you, you don't go with any expectations. So it's fine what you see, the statues, and you pretty much spend all your time bowing at the statues because it's mandatory and you're, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. But then you get used to it. But let me be honest, it is also kind of suffocating at the end of the day. You know, when you get back to your hotel and, you know, your your rooms might be bugged. I mean, this could be my imagination, but all of us felt that the rooms could be bugged. So of course, of course. So it's kind of living under constant stress. All the time, and you can't call anyone. You know, there's no option. There's no phone. There's no phone booth, and you're not allowed to obviously use your phones. So it can be a little
0: stressful. Now, yeah. do you have any interactions with locals, or just the tour no. guides and basically whoever they set up for you?
1: Only the tour guides. You're not allowed to talk to locals. The locals will be in trouble more than we would be if we ever talk to them. Really? Yes. Yes. It's. We are also told not to take their pictures because apparently they are afraid of the tourists. <laughs> <laughs> but in reality, they want to cut off all kinds of communication with the locals. Besides, what language would we talk to them in, you know? Yes. The guide. <laughs> yeah, the, the tour guides speak excellent English. They're trained for this. but And, and they're the face that Pyongyang shows to the tourists and
0: mm.
1: expects the world to know about it to them. But um, it's not so.
0: Yeah. An yeah. On your, on your site you had you had actually really cool pictures and stuff. Are the pictures are you obviously you're allowed to because you took them? But are they regulated? Yes. Do they check your pictures, or do you have free reign of taking pictures of basically <laughs> anything you want?
1: Okay, it's funny when you ask me. We can take pictures of what they tell us to. No. <laughs> That's it. But I also have a few pictures that I was not supposed to take. So yeah, they do check the pictures When I think they train back from Pyongyang to Beijing. So there's a point when we reach uh, uh, the last point. it's called Sin- Sinu, I, I can't get it right. That's where they check all the pictures. They, they go through every photograph in your camera and they delete the really? really? They do. Yes, they do. <laughs> the train <laughs> for about two or three hours. They check your passport, they check everything that you have. Everything. I I don't know what they're afraid of, but they probably believe that we're sneaking out some uh, information or something they're <laughs> not supposed to take away with us. Well, I did hide my SD cards in a bunch of soil clothes. So, and you know, I'm an Indian, so
0: yeah,
1: I think they're a low-risk country. So they don't really think an Indian would do something like this.
0: Of course not. Of all, course not.
1: All <laughs> their animosity is against the United States. <laughs> all their animosity. <laughs> And, and American citizens cannot take the train out. They have to fly out.
0: Well, that that was actually my next question because I've read a few different sites, and they say you fly in from Beijing, and they say that everyone yeah. else takes a train out, but Americans have to fly yeah. out. Do, do you know why? Yes. Or, oh, okay.
1: uh, I guess because they're Americans.
0: <laughs> and
1: there's constant war with Americans since 1945, I suppose. And in their heads, the war has not ended, or maybe they just don't want to see too much of them.
0: Yeah. Now, now Andrea, was there any uh, was there any American tourists with you
1: there? Yes, yes, there were a couple of them. It was funny to see their faces turn red every time they brought up the subject of the war and how they defeated Americans. Yeah. It was funny to see them. Now, <laughs> and and every briefing, every briefing, there's a whole section dedicated to these American tourists, and they're told exactly how to behave and how not to react because you know huh. it does get you angry when you hear something about your country being said but they're told specifically not to react
0: and now two more questions and then i want to get to the book how was the food and is there any nightlife alcohol or is there anything even to do when you get back to that hotel
1: uh depends on which hotel you're staying the, the hotel that i stayed at was in the middle of the river yankakdo so that one is a pretty upmarket hotel but there's a casino uh there is night. my life is just to to basically drinking in the hotel bar. There's nothing more than that, or else mm-hmm. whatever is in the hotel is all I've seen because I have no idea what happens outside. They're not allowed to go outside on their own so but there are a lot of uh, beer bars uh, an exceptionally great beer as well. I must add this on the <laughs> last day they they <laughs> they us to this beer parlor and then beers are not named and numbered so was like number one, two, three. You know, so just pick your numbers depending on the color. But it's exceptionally good.
0: That, that's actually very interesting. Now, your book, what exactly is the book about? Because I, I went on your website and you contributed and you've you written a few different books. What is this book yes. about?
1: This book is um, uh, obviously starts with North Korea. It talks about my five days in North Korea, a traveler's perspective. I am not trying to draw conclusions. I'm not being swayed by the media or what I've known before I went to North Korea. I'm just narrating what I have seen, how I behaved, how I felt. If I have felt upset at the end of the day, that's what I'm putting there. It has nothing to do with what I've heard or what I am likely to hear in the future. Nothing. It's just what I feel that moment. Like if I'm upset looking at kimchi all, all the time, then that's what I write about.
0: <laughs> the book no, is
1: exceptionally good. Yes, Except that's awesome. It's only for the tourists. You know? so those are oh. certain things that mm, upset you. Because you see these people who serve you food, and and there's so much going waste, and they're not allowed to eat it. It kind of puts you in a state.
0: Yeah, it puts you like in a little bit of a funk. Now, at any point, yeah. were, you, were you in fear for your safety or your freedom? At any point, were you like, oh crap, this is I'm a little nervous about this or that?
1: Uh, yes. Because I went in as a school teacher, and we, as a part of the TRO, had a school visit, and they asked us to, you know, talk to the students and tell us about our countries. So the guide comes up to me and tells me, you never had an Indian teacher. Why don't you just do the student? <laughs> I have never faced with school kids. Never. So, you know, I really had to... I was like, no, 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 no. You know, I'm on a holiday. I don't want to feel like I'm on work. So, no, I had to escape. And he got a little suspicious. So... And because they hold our passports and I was worried they'd go back and check what's on my passport. So, you know, that was a little uh, funny. So... I kind of cooled down a little after that.
0: (laughs) And that happened, yes. I'll be honest, you're giving such good insight. Now, how about what were your highlights and lowlights of visiting North Korea?
1: The lowlights was being depressed at the end of the day. No matter what, no matter how beautiful the day was, end of the day when I went to bed, I was depressed because I could not connect with anyone outside, you know? As a feeling of knowing that you cannot. I probably on other travels do not talk to people so often. I go on I go days without talking to anyone. But here in North Korea, knowing that I cannot talk to anyone outside was really depressing. You know, that, you
0: know what I mean, right? It's, it's no, I, I do because I was in Europe for a few weeks uh, last year, and you know, having a great time. And then we went to Auschwitz <laughs> on our second or third day, oh, and it was I like, think. yeah, it's and it I've been there. It, yeah, and it crushes you like. <laughs> The next two days, yes. you don't want to go out, yes. you don't want to, you just, because, you know, it's so vivid and graphic, and I, that's, Absolutely. I just, yeah, you just compared that perfectly. Now, what about the highlights, of besides telling people, I think the main reason I want to go is to tell people I went there, so what were your highlights about going there?
1: The highlights was visiting the the border, the South Korea-North Korea border, the DMZ, well, that's pretty much the highlight, everything else was normal, the monuments were great to look at, and also uh, visiting the, the and Palace. It's where the the presidents are laid to rest, but they don't say they're laid to rest. They believe they'll probably rise someday. But it's kind of spooky being inside, inside that chamber. But you never see anything like that anywhere. It's a glowing red chamber <laughs> with his with his body in eternal sleep, and yes. you walk around the body and bow at it. That's the a highlight.
0: No, I mean, that's it. You mentioned, again, the negativity towards Americans. The, did you speak yes. to the American tourists, and were they at any point, I guess I guess the word is worried, because like, I guess always my big concern is, if I can convince someone to come here with me, I'm always nervous mm-hmm. that, no matter what, they're going to find something to hold you, and that's always my big fear, because you, like you said, you have no communication, there's no Twitter, there's no mm-hmm. text messaging. Were the other American tourists, were they nervous at any point?
1: Every one of them was, because... You know, you don't know what's going to happen next. Anything you say might be used against you. You don't know what you're doing wrong. No matter how much they train you, how much they tell you not to behave in a certain way. You see, if they want to make trouble, they can make trouble, right? They probably don't like how you look at the end of the day. That could be a problem. They don't probably like you buying a, a book with Kim Il-sung anecdotes. That could be a Anything could be a problem. Anything you tell your fellow travelers could be a problem if someone overheard it. You know, it's like if you're really looking to make trouble, you will find something. And especially the Americans were told to be on the best behavior. <laughs> no cringing, <laughs> no looking angry, just smile and bear it. It's just five days of your life.
0: Yeah. Now, Angela, did you were there any big surprises there that when you were like, whoa, I had no idea about that? Or was there anything that really, sh- I guess, shocked you yeah. from there?
1: The underground metro. They have a metro right. system which is quite amazing it is so deep inside the earth it took me two minutes and 20 seconds which i have recorded uh, (laughs) from start to finish (laughs) like when i got on the escalator i timed it on my videos it took me two minutes and 20 seconds to reach it's like going into the bubbles of the earth but once there everything is marbled and clean and with murals on the walls i mean they just know how to keep the marble polished it's brilliant chandeliers murals Glowing statues, everything <laughs> in
0: marble. Yes. Now, this might be a, a dumb question, but are people there allowed to take the subway in the metro, or is it just for tourists?
1: Uh, no, the people are allowed to. Oh, see, again, they could, be, they could have been planted for tourists to see, or they probably take it every time, because we weren't allowed to get off at all stations, only two stations.
0: <laughs> oh, so
1: God. the select stations, we are allowed to get off and take pictures, oh. and then we get off at the next one. So, one country really tells. But they also have a tram system.
0: Yeah. Now, this is – so, I, I have a little cousin. And every country I go to, every mm. place I go to in the world, I get her currency from there and mm. a T-shirt, usually something I, – I think i have like to say, like, I think 27 – whatever, 27 countries – one, yeah. do you do you exchange currency? So do you leave with North Korean currency, or can you? And there's this might sound really ridiculous, but are there souvenirs? Do they want you to buy anything from there?
1: They do want us to buy stuff. Yeah, the first question is, no, we cannot use the North Korean currency. Uh, you can use euro or dollars and in really small change because they obviously did not give you North Korean currency back because it has a picture of the Kims, and if people folded the currency, it would be an offense. So they have stopped trading in currencies, the local currency. That's one thing. so many um, souvenirs not too many because well there are you could you could buy books. You could buy books of Hummilson's birth or his anecdotes or his ascension to a throne or his war against the United States. You could buy books like that. you could buy chopsticks and pretty much that's it. Um, so
0: there's uh, no... yeah,
1: ginseng. Ginseng and and uh, propaganda
0: posters. Pretty
1: much oh, all can... that.
0: Wait they let you buy propaganda posters?
1: oh uh, you can buy propaganda posters. The best-selling item. Everyone <laughs> buys propaganda posters. <laughs>
0: They're everywhere. Now, you've been yeah. on the phone now 21 minutes. And I really appreciate you calling in all the way from Dubai. Can you just give me a breakdown of a typical day, like your second day in North Korea from morning to night? Because When I mean my fascination, I've read so many books. I'm always on the computer trying to find one person to come there with me. So just give me like a, a breakdown of one day in North Korea.
1: Okay, let's see, you wake up and you get on to an elaborate breakfast. You get on a bus and then you drive to your particular location. In my case, it was the DMZ. So that's about an hour and a half. So uh, you, you reach the DMZ border and there's a whole lot of security. It's in a straight line. they tell you things about a war that probably is in their heads more than anything. You visit <laughs> the DMZ, hear more stories, come back, have lunch, uh, go to this village called It is. It looks kind of pretty, it's an old village. They also have this huge factory uh, where South Koreans are allowed to manufacture automobiles. Which is <laughs> quite strange. When you come back and go to a, a ward cemetery, martyrs cemetery or something they call it. You place flowers, at the... Uh, you place you bow, you take pictures, walk in straight lines, get on a bus, come back to your hotel and that's done. Never are out of sight. So we have a driver, we have a guide, we have another guide, we have a guide who minds these guides, and then we have <laughs> a photographer for every bus. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't know who is watching and who is doing what. So and they are taking videos of us all the time. So
0: now, you know. When when were you there?
1: This was in uh, 2014 July. I was okay. on the July 19th trip. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I was looking, there's only, you can't just, you don't pick when you go. Basically, you tell them basically when, and they tell you when you can go. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, yes, because they have slots per year. They have slots depending on the month and what they can do at that time of the year. So you pick
0: when you have to go. Now, I know I'm asking so many questions about, I just find you extremely fascinating. Um, Is it true that when you leave there, they tell you or make you sign something where they don't want you to talk about it or write about it? or okay. So you're breaking now every my, rule possible.
1: <laughs> I think I have broken every rule possible. I do not know if this holds good for everyone, but me okay. being a writer, and they knew that I was a writer, although they thought travel writer is kind of a, a low threat. So yeah, but I did say that I wouldn't write anything about it for at least six months. And I was also told very subtly when I left, um, if I ever decided to write something, all I had to do was remember my guide's face. She's a very sweet little woman. So she could be in trouble because she was my guide, and apparently she didn't tutor me well.
0: well <laughs> you know, so. it, It's funny. I um, I forgot where I read it. I heard that the guides are very nervous because if just if say the forest messed up, yes. it comes back to the guide. Is that true?
1: Yes, it does. Yes, it does. That's exactly why they told me. You know, if I did decide to write something, she would be in trouble because she was with me for five days and she didn't catch on. You know, that somehow would be her problem.
0: Oh, my Now, I don't think you'll ever go back there again. Is that, uh, is that safe to say? Um,
1: I don't think so. I don't think they'll ever want me back again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: so if, they, if they look me up, because they did did a they did a background check on me, and if they ever did a background check on me right now, I don't think they're taking me back. Or maybe they're taking me back, they not letting me back. Yes.
0: Yeah. You see, that's what I'm always concerned with. I'm always concerned, like, listen, I have a clean record, but I'm always concerned, like, they'll let me in and not let me leave. Like, I'm so nervous that five days in there, I'd be too on I have to go there because I have to visit every place in the world. But I'm so nervous. Like, were you ever nervous, like, oh, my God, they might not let me leave?
1: Yes, every single time.
0: Because I
1: knew I was there under false pretenses, right? So everything (laughs) I did, I was worried. My only... The only uh, saving grace was that I was an Indian. And they were very happy to talk to an Indian and they don't see a lot of Indians, so they was you know. So that was the only thing. So they every opportunity they had they told me how beautiful Indians were and how not so good were the Americans. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so you just play along. If you play along, we are okay. You know? You just have no. to play along sometimes. You
0: just follow your pride and <laughs> <laughs> yes. What what's next on your travel list? Where are you off to next?
1: I plan to go to Antarctica. Except uh, really? I want to check the Amazon. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so I'm planning on a three month break after the book launch and after I get my uh, leg in order because I broke my leg. Oh God. Yes.
0: Imagine you broke it in North Korea. You'd be in a North Korean hospital as they operate on your leg. <laughs>
1: Partly, I was okay, Dog's Korea. The moment I got back to Dubai and jumped off a parachute, I, I just fell out and broke my leg. Uh, I haven't seen it But yeah, I haven't gone next.
0: <laughs> now, Andrea, do me a favor. Tell everyone, because I'm going to release this. Obviously, we're texting each other, so you're going to tell me when the book is released. So how can everyone get okay. the book? Yeah, and, and when is the uh, release can, date for the book?
1: The official launch is in, in May, or 6th of May, this coming month. I have exactly like 29 days to go. Uh, the book will be on Amazon this week.
0: Oh, this week it's going to be out to Dubai.
1: Yes. Yeah. It, it, no, it's, it's going to be on Amazon. To, for Dubai, it might take a while because the book has to be first cleared by the ministry here. And only then oh. I can import the books.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. And now, last thing, because you're currently in Dubai. I spent a few days yeah. in Dubai. Yeah. What yeah. I know you're not from Dubai. What drawed you to Dubai, and do you just love it there?
1: I love it. I've been here for almost 14 years. So when I was bitten by the travel bug and I was in India, I wasn't making a lot of money. So moving to Dubai meant financial freedom as well. So, and so yeah,
0: try so, to travel uh, more.
1: And that's when I really started traveling after what I came to you,
0: Dubai. Of course, Dubai. When I landed in Dubai, I was, I was coming back from the Philippines and I was by myself. And I think I had like a nine hour layover and I decided to stay mm-hmm. for a couple days. It is when Amazing. people say, yeah, it, it leaves you it, uh, the breathtaking is not even the right word because it's just. Yeah, it's so grandiose and it's like it's just monumentous it's one of the most fascinating places you can even imagine and you know what's funny the pictures on the internet they don't do it justice they don't do
1: justice you're right and every time I come back from any country in the world I'm happy to come back here
0: and you know (laughs) know, yeah yeah. of course because I I live in New York City so when I come home from everywhere even if like we went to Europe went to Iceland we were just down in South America you come back you see the Empire State Building and it's just fascinating. Yes. I remember being in Dubai and flying over and then taking a taxi. And like, whoa, this is, it seems like it's a futuristic place. And you know what surprised me the most? The people there were so friendly and open and so proud of their country. Is that, is that a good uh, description? Absolutely.
1: It, yes, it is. Absolutely. I'm proud of this place too. Although this is not really my home, but I just love being here. You know, it gives me everything. And most importantly, security. I mm-hmm. think for a single woman, that's most important. You know, now, you're in a place, and you know that you're safe. No one's yeah, going
0: to harm you. A yeah. great feeling. Now, one last question about North Korea, and I want to have you on to talk about different countries in Dubai down the road. But one last question. Okay. You you went there alone. Now, and I know, obviously, we're not on TripAdvisor picking hotels and stuff, but were you roommate by yourself? Did they pair you up with somebody? I know you were in the group, but did you, like, stay in a there hotel a, by yourself? Yes. Okay.
1: I had a roommate. I had a roommate who was from Poland.
0: And she was there alone roommate. also, right? Okay. And she was also
1: on her own, yeah. Everyone else was like couples, so they just put us together, which is a good thing. She was as as I was, and she hopes to write about it someday. <laughs> and I went back and met her a year after that. Like, when oh, I went you... to Poland a year later, okay. I met her again. Yeah. Oh. So Where did you go? We wait, kind of wait. keep in touch with people have been on that trip.
0: That's what us travelers do. I was, in a, yeah. I, was in Prague. I was in Prague last year, and just now, I went to Argentina and we met the people. We met in Prague. Mm-hmm. They lived down there, so we spent... That's what us crazy travelers do we just meet random people yes. in our yes. lives
1: and, and, and just be friends forever there's something nice over that
0: <laughs> yeah, it's that it's that connection like we're not normal we want to just visit yeah. every country and just go to North Korea and we're a
1: weird lives. I think travelers are crazy it's good to be that
0: We are, Angela, thank you so much for calling in all the way from Dubai. Obviously, we'll keep in touch. I'll release this when the book gets released, and we'll definitely have you on again, and we'll just talk about different travel stories, all right? Thank you so much. Okay.
1: Okay. Thank you so much, Mike. Have a good
0: day. See you later. Angela Thomas. uh, Yeah, she was in the New York Post, and I had this fascination with North Korea. I guess part of it is the fact that no one goes there, that very few people go there uh, perception, safety, let's be honest, you know, it's, like she said, it's very um, negative towards America and stuff, and that's it, so she did a great job describing North Korea, great job talking about her book, and I'm actually really, really excited to read it, you know, I'm trying to read 52 books in 52 weeks, so everyone, thank you for listening, uh, we're in April now, but I'm not going to release this for another month till the book comes out, so hopefully everything's well by then, everyone have a good day, thank you.